Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Right, my message is a strange one today. I just want to read um, something from this book, The Words of Jesus. Okay. Now, number one, Jesus taught that words in general are not trivial things. Amen. Amen. Okay? Okay? What do you think? I hope my message will not disappoint you today. Do you think you'll be disappointed by my message? Are you sure? Because my message comes from the words of Jesus. So I just want to prepare you for a few minutes. Amen. Jesus taught that his words in general are not trivial things. Is that not so? Jesus had a very high and unusual view of the value of words in general. And yet there is nothing that appears more trivial to the ordinary man than a word. No, said Jesus, it does not end there and it does not end ever. Words are not trivial. When they are called into existence, they become living things which travel through time and space, doing good and evil, and they will confront us again at the last day. The words that came out of our mouth. But I say unto you, every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. That is a verse. What I said before was not a verse, but this is a verse. All right? No, said Jesus, it does not end there. And it does not end ever. Words are not trivial. When they are called into existence, they become living things, which travel through time, and space doing good and evil and they will confront us again our words will confront us again at the last day hey hey all right number two jesus thought that our words would be used as a basis for judgment hmm is that not so? Number three, Jesus taught that words were the unmistakable portrayal of a person. In other words, when somebody speaks words, he has revealed himself. Wow. He has exposed himself. He has undressed himself. If you want somebody to really undress for you to see what is in the person, you, the person will undress by speaking the words that he or she speaks in a moment of unguardedness. Huh? That is when the real feelings of the person will be. So when I'm talking with people, I don't assume 
I assume that people are not saying what they really feel, what they really think. It's my assumption. If I'm meeting with you, I, I assume that. Do, do you know that? Oh, yeah, especially if it's in a group. You know, I assume that. Because in a sense, God forbid, I mean, God have mercy on me. I'm an important person. And so people don't just say what they think. Many times when people say, ah. Even when they answer the phone, ah, hello. I said, this bitch, oh, bitch. Okay. Do you see? That's, that's, so the, oh, hello, bitch. That's not the real hello. You know, the real hello. What? Hello? Who? What? Hey, speak louder. Bitch, oh, that's the real. The real you is not polite. It's not so kind, so gentle, so whatever. What do you think? Hey, my boy. So Jesus taught that words betray you. Words are a portrayal of your real self. He taught that. So when we are having a meeting, everybody is guarded. Everybody is self-conscious. That's why sometimes people are at pains when they are getting divorced to reveal the nature of someone they have protected and shielded for years and not allow the real nature of the person to because for years the person has been coming out into public speaking kind and good words which portray the person as the kindest gentlest nicest sweetest loving angel of all times and that's why when people are getting divorced they are pains to explain because nobody believes because no one has heard the real the ones that the person has left himself or herself and is speaking freely what I think and what I don't care what anybody says or thinks that's the real person and Jesus thought that words are a portrayal an unmistakable portrayal of a person and he said Oh, generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak a good thing? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. In other words, he was trying to say that, how can you, who is a bad person, bring out a good word? You are a bad person, so your words will be bad. You are, you are impatient, so your words will be impatient. You are jealous, so your words, your true words, the real words that are portraying you, that come from your heart, they will be jealous, words of jealousy, words of hatred, words of wickedness, words of revenge. But when you are at a meeting and everybody is listening, there will be words of pleasantness. There will be words of love, words of peace, words of gentleness, words of unmistakable holiness and grace. Zimbo. I hope you are not disappointed at my message. You, you already look depressed. 
and I've not come to the real one. The real one is more depressing. Okay. Jesus Christ, uh, his words are so true that it's almost difficult to preach his words in a church. Yeah, it's too true. Do you see? Okay. Verse 4. Jesus, listen up. I'm, I'm reading from the book. A man cannot alter the character of his words unless he first alters his own nature. For out of the abundance of the heart he speaks. Such was Christ's concept of words and such were his own words. They were the overflowings of his very heart. And so also are your unguarded words the overflowing of your very heart. Number four. Jesus declared in sober earnest that his words would outlast the created heavens and earth. His words would last longer than the heavens and the earth. Amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Poets and thinkers have sometimes boasted that their words would survive the most permanent works of man, such as the pyramids and the monuments. But Jesus declared that his words would outlast the most stable works of God, heaven and earth. I don't think you got it. Jesus said that the words that he was saying would last, outlast the most stable works of God himself. The things that God has made, heaven and earth, will go before the words that have dropped out of his mouth will be set aside. It means that the words we read in red letter must be taken more earnestly and more seriously. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Uh, Am I preaching a good message? Are you scared of my message? Okay. Jesus spoke of the attachment to his words as as, as the sign of attachment to himself. If you are attached to my words, you are attached to me. And Jesus considered devotion to his words as the test of discipleship and devotion to himself. He considered the devotion to his words as a test of discipleship, as a sign of attachment. If you are attached to my words, you are attached to me. Someone say, how can I be close to Jesus? You can be close to him by being close to his words. How can I be close to somebody I don't see? You can be close to a person by being close to his words. Amen. Amen. Our time is almost up. When did he say that? He says, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Jesus answered and said, if a man love me, he will keep my words. Wow. Wow. In other words, if some, you tell somebody to do something, he doesn't do it, you can conclude that he does not love you. We are going further. 
if you tell someone to do something, it doesn't keep your words. Jesus concluded that the person does not love. I think I've preached a message like that before. What message is that? Implications. <laughs> it's true. I remember a message like that. Devotion to my words is a sign of your love to me. When you are not devoted to my words, it's a sign of you don't really love me. Wow. So you want to test somebody as a person to do something. See the person's response. Amen. Number six. When Mary was seated at his feet, listening to his words, he declared that she was doing the one thing that was necessary. The only thing that is necessary in this world is to do is to listen to the words of Jesus. So everybody should read the words of Jesus every day, at least one sentence. In fact, you can't handle more than one sentence. It's too heavy. Apart from anything you read, read the words of Jesus in red at least. Your Bible study and your quiet time should include Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Always. Something from his words. Hey, could it be that you spend the whole day doing unnecessary things? And the only one thing which is necessary, which is to listen to the words of Christ, you don't even do it. That it means all you've done. <laughs> Jesus said, one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good path, which shall not be taken away from her. So all the things you are doing shall be taken away from you. Except the one thing, which is to sit and listen to the words of Jesus Christ. Today, I'm going to just share with you one sentence of the words of Jesus. That's why I'm giving This is a prelude to that one sentence so that you can carry the one sentence home what do you think do you want that one sentence i have only one sentence it's not a me- it's not even a message it's just a sentence hmm? wow. jesus attributed to his words the power of cleansing the heart Now you are clean through the word I have spoken to you. How many want to be clean? You bath, but you are not clean. You shower, but you are not clean. You buy special soap, but you are not clean. Soap for your feet. Soap for your arms. Soap for your face. But still, you are not clean. Detour, you are not clean. Because Jesus showed how you actually become clean. You are clean through my words. Many of us here are dirty. You are bathed, but you are dirty. I said you are bathed, but you are dirty. (laughs) All right. And finally, Jesus alleged that the eternal destiny of his hearers would depend on the attitude they have to his words. How things will be in future in heaven will depend on the attitude. He that rejected me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, 
shall be likened unto a foolish man. How many are already blessed? Yeah. Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, he shall be, I will liken him unto a wise man. I will liken, I will liken him. I will liken him. I will liken him unto a wise man. And whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, I will liken him. In other words, what can I say he's like? I will liken him to a foolish man. Turn to Mark chapter 10. <laughs> I'm so happy that I had this book to read to you before I preach to you my message, which is very short. Verse 17. When he was gone forth in the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and said, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he answered and said unto them, Master, all these I have obeyed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said, One thing thou lackest, go thy way. Sell whatsoever thou hast and give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross. And follow me. And he was sad at what? He was sad at what? That saying. <laughs> hey, and whosoever will, will, will hearken unto these sayings of mine, I, I will liken him to a wise man. Now, this saying that sell all you have, give it to the poor, take up your cross. And you see, I can't even preach this message in the church. Sell all. Go see there. Stand up. Stand up. Hmm? I will liken you. Says. One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatever thou hast, eh? give it to the poor. Do you understand? Thou shalt have treasure in heaven. Take up thy cross and follow me. Hey! Please, where do you work? Standard Chartered Bank. Hey! So heavy. And you see, I will liken him unto a wise man if he will go home and sell all that he has. And take up his cross and follow me. And I'll liken him unto a foolish man. If he will not go home and sell all that he has and come and follow me. What do you think? That's why my message has to be very short. Because it's too heavy for you to bear. How many have realized that you cannot bear it? How many are ready to go and sell all you have and come and follow me? I will liken only the two of you unto wise men. The rest of you, I will liken you unto foolish men. Hmm. Forgive. 
mercy. I have not insulted you, please. I'm sorry for saying that. I don't take it as a, it's just a, a kind of preaching. <laughs> and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved. For what? He had great possessions. And Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Amen. That is all that I have to share. Hardly. Hardly. Oko, please come. Oko, come. Pastor, to come. Oh, Chrissy, you are still here. Come. Oh, no, stand here. Stand here. God bless you. God bless you, sir. With all due respect, Pastor. Ah, you are visitors. Sit down. You are visitors. Uh, I need some more local blood. Uh, 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 is that Kwesi? Bruh. And then, finally, I need two ladies. Wine teal. Wine teal. Come, stand here. Oh, come together. You are a group of people on this. No, don't stand in a form formation. Just stand together. Uh-huh. Come. Uh, no, facing here. Good. Do you want to go to heaven? Okay. You want to go to heaven? <laughs> One, two, three, four. Come. My message is very short. I've almost finished. Oh, join them. Okay. One, two, three. Come. Now, you, are, you have all been born into this world. Okay. Okay. Hmm? Hmm? You are all welcome to the world in Ghana. Do you see? Do you see? Hey, hey, Now, take it that I am the Lord and I'm sharing blessings. Now. Can I have this? Give me, this is worth. This is education. Come. I need more. Give me your possessions. Pastor Jeff, help me. You are the assistant angel from heaven. Give, give us things. Properties, lands, riches, houses, cars, new jobs at Standard Chartered and Barclays Banks. Okay. Now, angel, let's go up to heaven and spy. Have you been to the airport before? Eh? Have you been have you traveled before on an aeroplane? How hardly shall somebody 
who has a gun enter a plane? Yeah. You cannot. Because when you pass here, can I have two angels, please? Here. One, two. My message is very short. Stand here. This is the gate, the way to heaven, the kingdom of God. Here. Face here. Face them. Stand here. Randy, don't move. Stand there. This is the road to heaven. Anytime you see somebody who is holding any riches, because don't forget, hardly, 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 don't forget, I say it's a very short message, hardly shall anyone that have riches pass through this way. As soon as he passes, redirect him to this other way. Riches detector. All of you pray to God for blessings on your life. Pastor Johnny, preach prosperity to them. Take it, fall. Okay, it's enough. Hey! Okay, Pastor, thank you. Now, Angel. Sorry. Go and give riches to some. As some of them, I want to bless them greatly. Don't give them anything. Taratam tiru tiru. He has received education and he has received PhD and riches. Ah, United Nations job. Saudi Arabia, ice. You are working at Saudi Arabia. Ah, you are now a lawyer working for Ashanti Goldfields. Ah, Sister Valco, you are an engineer. Businessman par excellence, MPP candidates. Oh, you have also received inheritance from your father. Those of you who don't receive anything, your fathers are poor. Okay. Now. No, oh, Angel. Angel. No, don't give. Angel, take this from him. Take it from him. Pray to God for Give the riches to somebody else. He's praying. Don't mind him. Don't answer. Don't answer his prayer. Give the riches to somebody. No, give it to somebody who has riches. More riches. Those who don't have riches and money and anything. Where are you? You'll be crying to God. God, why are you not answered my prayer? I come to church every day. I come to church every day. I pray. I'm sowing seeds. No visas. Some of you are holding visas. Okay. Now, Angel, it's time for them to begin their journey 
through life towards wherever they will end. You may go slowly, one after the other. The way is straight. Slowly. No argument. Hey, yeah, this is not Ghana. Be going. Hardly. That means occasionally one will go through with riches. Occasionally. 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 Go, go to hell. Go to hell. All of you go to hell. Hardly. Ah! Occasionally. Ah, too many rich people are going to heaven. <laughs> At all. Continue coming. The one who was praying so sad, he didn't have those things that everybody seemed to have. And he's coming. at Nima, he didn't have anything. This one was at Dansoman at the back. Oh, you're coming. Wow. 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 Hardly. Hardly. One or two, hardly, shall they that have riches enter. Okay, come back to the beginning of life. All of you, come back to the beginning of life. Come. Angel, take the possessions. Now, we are going to redistribute them. This time, some of them who were crying in the first life, this time, now they have understanding, they won't cry again. They will rather see that the thing that they don't have, you know, it may actually be a blessing in disguise. In fact, in fact, angel, angel, come. I have seen the hearts of these ones. Wow. And you know, I want to bless some of them mm. greatly. So because of that, I have decided to, I want to keep them wow. unto myself and bring them to where I am. That where I am, they may be also. Okay, this is a visa, multiple visa to USA, Germany, with contract to import, um, electric cables for the government project. Uh, give it to the man at the back. <laughs> hey! So is it a blessing or a curse? <laughs> is it a blessing or a curse? So you, you see, as I'm giving the things you ask, is it a blessing or a curse that I'm sharing? Because hardly, everybody say hardly, shall they that have riches. Uh, this is managing director, merchant bank is the highest post. Uh, give it to the same guy. The guy with the visa. 
Because have you noticed that those who have seem to have more? The rest of you be kind to God for blessings. Kind to God for certain things. Uh, the guy in the yellow tie, give him five cars. He will use some as buses. No, five private cars, Cherokee Jeep, uh, Mercedes Benz. Uh-huh. No, no, that's okay. That's a car. You have given him one car. Now you have given him buses. Give him, uh, give him a, a, a grant, loan from um, Echo Bank with grant. He doesn't have to pay back. Uh-huh. 4.2 billion. They are crying. Angel, come, let us see who to bless. Come, let's stand for uh-huh. The one in the blue. Last Sunday, she was cursing me that I don't love her. Go, go and give her that husband. The, the husband that she was giving her that husband. She was saying I don't care for her. So. Last time, the guy in the red, he was cursing me that I have not blessed him. Go and give him two cars, two cars, and then inheritance. He has got four houses in Accra. What are they doing, Angel? What are they? Are they cursing me? They are fighting me. This big guy, he doesn't love me because his prayers is leading people against me in prayer. Give him focus. He says he doesn't have children. Give him a wife and children. Are going to give him a special job. Eh? He is going to get NDC contract, NPP contract for ID cards. ID cards. Give it to him. These are the testimonies. And finally, give him uh, international connection to American bank. Bank account in America, Germany, Luxembourg, London. Give him. You are blessed. How many of you are that he is blessed? He has bank accounts in all these countries, so full of euros and dollars. Twenty million, twenty million cards. For twenty
it. They should take it. Okay, isn't the blessings are not working? So. a pastor but is now rich with all these contracts now you are all going on the way of life please go hardly don't forget your rules hardly go see the guys who are crying you didn't give me you didn't give me you didn't give me they should take their leave <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any <laughs> He gave a lot to the church
Listen, that's not the end. Are riches a good thing? In a sense, it's a good thing. So from today, if there are any good things in your life that God seems to have deleted from your life, don't be sad. Perhaps, perhaps, hardly may you enter if you are holding that thing. That thing that you are crying about, perhaps, hardly shall you enter if it is with you. Perhaps, perhaps it will be so difficult for you to go through if you have that thing. So what it seems the Lord may not be giving to you, how we spend all our time praying for this thing which we believe is a blessing. If I would say, oh, you do have a castle, oh, I'm blessed. Oh, I've been working for the Lord and I'm blessed. The Lord has blessed me. We mean financial things. That's what we mean by blessed. Exactly. Exactly. So if there is a blessing which hardly, if you are holding it, you enter, and the Lord is maybe for some reason not answering that prayer, as he seems to have answered somebody else's prayer among them. Don't be sad. Perhaps if you have had that peace that you were yearning for, you may not have entered the kingdom of heaven. Perhaps if you have had those cars, you may not enter the kingdom. Perhaps if you have had a better education than you have had, you may not have entered the kingdom. Perhaps if you have been born in America with an American passport, you may not have entered the kingdom. Perhaps if they have given you that visa and you have had that thing that seemed to be a blessing for everybody, you may not have entered. Perhaps if you are married, you may not have entered the kingdom. Perhaps if you have had a child, you may not have entered the kingdom. Perhaps if you have had the riches that you thought would have made a difference in your life, you may not have entered the kingdom. So become like the Apostle Paul who said, therefore, therefore, I take pleasure in necessities. Necessity is what I need that I don't have. Necessities. Necessities. Who would have thought that the Lord, and so that's why the Lord, he sees us crying and he sees us praying and sometimes he's saying, please don't forsake me even though you are crying. Cry and come. Cry and still come. I'll wipe away your tears. I will wipe away your tears. I will wipe away your tears. There will be no more pain, no more sorrow. Charles Wesley, he didn't want his brother to marry. Because as soon as he, Charles Wesley, married, he changed his ministry. He didn't travel anymore. And he settled down. But John Wesley wanted to marry also and tried to marry. And Charles Wesley came. He wanted to marry a certain girl. And John, Charles Wesley came, took the girl, and gave her to another man. Said, you should marry her. And took them on a horse. Three days later, he took them to a place, and he officiated them. You are married. And John Wesley chased them with a the horse. When he got there, they had just finished the wedding. He cried like a baby. And he said, that was a good girl. He had traveled with her for six months. He had studied her, whatever. So he didn't get it. So later he determined that when I married, I won't tell anybody. I'll just so he met another lady, married her without telling anybody. And that woman that he married it was not easy for him. One day when he was leaving the house, he said, I go as one released from the prison. One day he was going on preaching. <laughs> hey! Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. 
and maybe if he had not had that marriage he would not have been able to enter the kingdom the way he did because now he was happy to go when she went people asked when she left him people asked because he she left him she left him for more than 20 years before even she died and so people asked him so are you not going back for your wife you know what he said, he said i didn't suck her and i'm not going to bring her i didn't ask her to go so i am also not going to bring her he continued traveling 80 something up to almost 90 he was still on a horse moving like that you don't know so look through your life and ask yourself that's why i have stopped not that i have stopped but i am so uninterested in trying to change the politics and the poverty of even of ghana the poverty eh? if we were a rich nation like europe there would be nobody here this evening there would be nobody here this evening that's one thing i'm sure about it so in disguise it's our blessing that's why you believe in god hardly hardly god knows angel come back as we're standing knowing that this thing that you are giving christ it can turn into the not that it can turn but most of the people i give this thing they will not do well but they are praying so hard and they think i don't love them and the way they talk and the way they bind and they curse me so i don't know whether they are cursing the devil or they are cursing god that's what the lord is wondering hey these people Look at something that the guy is praying. I lose the window. I break every chain in heaven. That is, it's like God has changed the windows to keep the windows closed so that the blessing will not come. I break the chain. I enter into heaven. I release the strongholds, strongholds of heaven. Hey, now heaven has got strong, strong rooms and strongholds. They were actually binding me here. They were binding me here. Pressing. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in necessities. Hardly shall those who have riches. This is when I see people who are so called blessed, I almost see it as a case. Okay, let's not call it a case, but I'll ask you a question. All of you come. One group. Stand here. Oh, you are a visitor. Sit down. And then all of you, the next row, come. And go up the stage and stand there. Go, 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 go to the corner. Please, I want you to answer just my question. Oh, stand up. Why are you sitting down? Stand here so we can see you. Come, come. Come this way so we can see you here. Let us see your faces. Most of the people who come from they hardly go to heaven. Hardly serve God. Hardly enter anointing. These people. And I tell you that this group, mostly they enter. Which group do you think is more cursed? The upstairs people are cursed, isn't it? Because mostly if you are there, you won't go to heaven. Hey! Hey, Yegbe, hey! 
And what has made them up there, what has elevated them in this life is money and riches. So it's almost like they are cursed by having all the money. That's why Jesus even didn't bother to explain when he said there was a rich man in Lazarus. Just the fact that he was rich alone is almost, what do you call that? He will not go do well in the kingdom. I know you don't like my message, but I still appreciate it. Because you are not the one who pays me. So Now, children, how hard it is for them that trust riches to enter the kingdom. It is easier. First, he said those who have. Then he explained a little further who trusts. But it's not easy not to trust it when you have it. Because you realize how it opens doors for you. These people, they can't travel anywhere. They are bound to Ghana. German embassy has bounced you. Holland embassy has bounced you. It's to Ukraine. You have been bounced in This one has been bounced by America. Multiple scars. This one has been bounced by Togo. For these people, they have multiple visas, they go, they come, they have everything. But mostly they don't go to heaven. But with our natural eyes, we will say, Oh, these people are more blessed. This one has a car, this one has a wife, this one has a child, this one has a school, this one's mother has this. Oh, these are blessed. These people, Kobolo boys, they can't get visa, they are just there, they are poor people. Always fasting and praying, market girls and boys. Wow. You don't like my message, you see. You don't like my message, you see. It's still a message. That's why I preached the words of Jesus before I came to say this. Because it's totally opposite to our charismatic beliefs. Then Jesus said, it is easier. That's what I didn't finish reading. It is easier. Can somebody get me a goat? Last time you were able to get me a goat. Get me a goat and get me a needle. I'm going to try to pass the goat through a needle, not even a camel. I won't reach camel. I'll start with the goat. Get me a needle. I need a needle and a goat. I will give you a reward if you can get me a goat and a needle. You'll be very rich after this evening. It will be more easier for my goat to pass through the needle than for you, you, to enter the kingdom of God. Yes. To enter anointing, to enter the word, to enter the things of the kingdom, it will be more easy. Let me read it. Children, how hard it is. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. I think I preach a good message. A camel. Wow. So don't cry. I'm not saying be poor, but don't cry. When you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't. Maybe it is your blessing. In fact, not that maybe, but it is your blessing. The thing you don't have has made you poor in that area. But it is your blessing. What you don't have is your blessing. 
It tastes your blessing. Thank God for your blessing. What do you think? Is it a good idea? Stand to your feet. If my goat comes, I'll show you. Have you got a needle? Please, I've got a needle here. I've got a needle. Can you see the eye of the needle? Oh, I need the goat. Please, who's got the goat? The goat is coming. All right. All right. Lift up your hands and pray for mercy. Once the goat is coming, because... Okay, bring the, bring the goat here. You put, you put on a tie. Come and help. And you are using the tie to control it. Okay. Now I have a needle. Here. Now. Okay. I want you to take this goat and pass it through the eye of this needle. Come. It is easier. Look, Jesus said for a camel, a camel, a camel. Okay, this is the needle. Can you pass the ear through? What about the leg? Try passing one leg. Bishop, can I try the tail? Try the tail. Try, try the hairs. No, try the hair. Paula, come and help to pass the hair to the needle. Eh? What do you say? It's, it's not working. Pass one of the hairs before we can take the whole body. Oh, big goat. Nice goat. It shouldn't poo-poo or not. Or give birth. Or give birth. It shouldn't give birth. Pastor Kwa is trying to pass one of the hairs of the goat. Has it gone through? No. Oh. Or the tail? Okay, okay, I'm going to do it. Give it to me. All of you go back with the goat. Come. Rich man. Rich man. Rich man. Rich man. Clap for my goat, please. It shouldn't poop on us. Take it one. Okay, gentle. Eh? Somebody's goat. You shouldn't. Are you glad you are in a church? We can get a goat at any time. There are certain churches. Where they are, you cannot get a goat if you need one. <laughs> Lift up your hands and ask God to bless you. With true blessing, true riches. Mercy. Mercy. What are true riches? Father, thank you for true riches and true opportunities that we have in you. We love you, we thank you, we praise you. 
We honor you. We give you glory. Oh, give us true riches. True riches. True riches. Real riches. Real riches. Thank you for true and real riches. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.